Hello guys, um, welcome back again. This is season two, episode two, uh, and today we're going to be talking a lot about settling in relationships and what that really looks like. I'm your co-host, Maya, and I'm here with my co-host, Amanda. Hey guys, what's up? Season two, episode two. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for coming back strong. You know, we were like, oh, we don't know if, you know, everyone's going to engage with us as much after taking a month and a half break, but it seems like you guys really are, so thank you for that so yeah so i guess what made me think about this topic of settling was basically a lot of you probably know who Jeannie mai is from the real um but i don't know if you knew that she was married to this man for 14 years um and she was adamant about not wanting to have kids he definitely did want kids and it was a point of contention in their marriage and eventually they ended up getting divorced Jeannie mai um has remarried young Jeezy and she's now pregnant um, and basically said that like Jeezy just brought that out of her. And obviously her ex-husband was pissed about that. So he took to Instagram to say, I upgraded from uh, trash to treasure, which is a horrible thing to say. Um, But he is now remarried as well with two children. Do you think, I guess my question is, do you think that Jeannie Mai or her husband uh, were settling in that situation or both? I think that is a yes or no question for some people that may be settling and for others that may have just been a sacrifice to be with the one they thought they were married for a long time yeah for sure and i don't know being married 14 years with no children Mm -hmm. i feel like at what point was it too much Oftentimes, when we think about married couples staying together longer than they should, it's because of the kid. Mm-hmm. But there were no kids. I'm just assuming there were no financial issues. Yeah. So huge assumption. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's uh-huh. a huge assumption. But I'm wondering what kept him around that long with her if it was a kid's issue. Like I don't know. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, we're all making assumptions. And I don't know to say if someone settled or someone make a sacrifice and they were tired of it. But I think the bigger issue is people getting into long-term committed relationships. And they're not quite sure if they can deal with that sacrifice that they thought they can make, say, year one versus yeah. it's now year 10. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's true. So maybe it's less of settling and more of a sacrifice. But I also think like you have to think about being true to yourself when you're in a relationship relationship and like yeah love sounds great and wonderful but like for something like children which is such like just a huge Mm -hmm. life decision it impacts you if you really want children i don't see the point of marrying somebody who doesn't want children it's just like not worth the sacrifice like you said you might be okay with it day one but like Mm -hmm. you would not be okay with it 10 years down the line you're right so i'm like what took 14 years to say you know what this is it yeah i mean but there could have been tons of other factors you know mm-hmm. like it's not just i'm sure their divorce just wasn't over children right i think people just need to realize going into relationships like you're non-negotiables like we've talked about in past episodes mm-hmm. like things we, that you are just not willing to compromise mm-hmm. on and also like long-term goals right like i feel like not enough people talk about their long-term goals in relationships and how they will play out together you know like how How does this look for both of us? Like you have this long-term goal. I have this long-term goal, but do these things mesh? Right. That's a good point. I think that it would be a good idea. I did not do this. I don't know Mm -hmm. how many couples did it, but talk about your five-year goal, Mm -hmm. your 10-year 15, 20. You don't want kids now, but did you see kids in your 15-year goal? 
Because if so, it's going to come up later. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, But I think in general, all relationships obviously take sacrifice. But like Mm -hmm. thinking about what sacrifices you're actually willing to make and kids is a giant one. And so here's that thing about the Mm non-negotiables. We necessarily can't make decisions to me when we're in that honeymoon phase. You think? So, (laughs) No, I don't think you should because... Who says that when Jenny and her husband or whoever got together and we're like, oh, this is, I don't mind making this sacrifice and we can do that because we're in the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And then when that phase is over, you're like, shit, what did I sign up for? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I've never. For people who rush marriages too, I don't know the beginning of their relationship. Maybe rush. Yeah, rush situationships. Did you give yourself time to get over that less love stage to say, you know what? These are things that are my non-negotiables. Yeah. And if, to me, if her husband had did that, would he have married her? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long their, like, dating stage was, but that that puts it in another point that it's, like, people who get married super fast. How Mm -hmm. have you had enough time to bet if you and that person really want the same things? But then also sometimes people have gotten married, like, the second day and they met and, like, lasted for, like, 15 years. Right. But I also feel like those were different times. Like the stories you hear from Mm -hmm. back in the day, it's like, yeah, because Mm -hmm. there was no internet right? and and Instagram (laughs) people. uh, I feel like that's much harder to make happen today. But yeah, I think like there's just things that need to definitely be discussed. Mm -hmm. You're just saying the discussion part. And I feel like we do always touch on this. And it's an ongoing conversation with committed relationships. For sure. Operating on not just love. And I've seen memes, you don't get married for love. I mean, I think it's kind of silly you do kind of want to love the person you want to be attracted to the person too (laughs) i am not marrying anybody i'm not attracted to right it's like i get what they're saying it's more than love but it is like playing that out and we are not talking about these things yeah like this needs to be normalized we need to talk about our future goals and the non-negotiables to me should be revisited throughout the relationship yeah. Now that I think about it. No, for sure. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends um, recently just about settling in general and how I really think that like women in this in this generation have settled. And I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't think that's I true. honestly think that people settle. I feel like, mm-hmm. especially if you come from a generation, I feel like men and women both settle. Do I think women settle more? Yes, because the men are choosing. And so I sometimes think yeah. that... Um, you know, men may have a women they could choose from and they may choose mm-hmm. a woman based on her. Oh, she would be a good mother. Maybe she'd be a good wife versus the one that is they're more attracted to. I think everybody in terms sometimes settle based on what society tells them that they need. Mm. So if you're a man from a certain family, you need to have maybe that trophy wife. If you come from this family where your mom is like, you need to have that woman who can cook your food and yeah. you're choosing that motherly woman. And then for women, it's like... <laughs> The guy that can provide financially, security. Yeah. And then that's like it. I mean, that's (laughs) trash, though. That's like so. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. If I'm like just taking stock of all the relationships that I see around me, Mm -hmm. it's just women settling. It's like women finding men. I don't know. They just. They either really, really suck and they are bringing nothing to the table or like they've got some money and are providing some level of security, but emotionally they're trash. Like they, I mean, let me not say trash, but <laughs> emotionally they have like the capacity of, I don't even know what capacity that is. What's the saddle versus the sacrifice? 
Well, you're not sacrificing. I see a lot of women, especially black women, especially like people that I know, sacrificing well their well-being. And I don't know if they realize that they're doing that, but they are. Like, mm-hmm. and so I am just like, what in the world? And like, everyone's like, my, like your standards are unrealistic. They're way too high. But I'm like, because I don't want to be treated like shit because I want to be thought about because I want somebody who's emotionally mature. <laughs> like, what is the point of me being in a relationship with somebody who does not have the capacity to care for me emotionally? Mm-hmm. Like, no, like it makes no, no sense. No argument there. No, but, argument there. but what I'm saying is that so many people are okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me just like say, hey, he, yeah, he like sucks in a lot of these ways, but like he provides. And I'm like, sis, like you could provide for yourself. But that's my, I, I'm going back to, I feel like a lot of people, if that's the argument, I feel like a lot of people settle. I feel like men settle all the time. We t- Men, all, there's this idea. What are they that settling for? This idea that men cheat because this woman doesn't sexually please them, but she's a good mom and wife. Why did you marry her if she was approved? Yeah, men don't cheat because a woman ain't that's, sexually I'm just saying that's just the cheat. argument. <laughs> like they I'm just, just saying cheat. some of the argument I hear from men and some of it is valid, Boy, but I'm just <laughs> this girl, this woman's boring. She's not good in bed. She. Why'd so why you did you her marry her, sir? Like that's I, exactly. But that's the same reason. Why? Is, why did this woman marry this man? I just don't think that's as common. I think men cheat because men cheat. Like I do know. believe some men cheat because they cheat. But I'm a I'm lot of men basically. cheat because I'm going cheat. on the example <laughs> that why marry a woman if this is not who you want. Because I saw a Twitter thread. I think we both saw that we Twitter talked thread about where men talked about. And Justin so why said are y'all settling? Remember, we had this whole conversation on when we had Justin and. Why? Why did these men settle? Why are you settling for women who are boring and who don't bring you life like that side woman does? Well, or the, the, woman the, the thread. I mean, obviously, I don't think this is always true, and like mm-hmm. it can be sexist. But a lot of um, men in that Twitter thread were saying that they didn't marry for love. They married when they were ready to get married, and whoever was around. And I was like, oh damn, that's crazy. Is that true? And a lot of men were on there saying it is true. Like, damn, I let her slip away because I wasn't ready. Exactly. Men settle. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely settle. settle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Men settle too. But I think that women settle more. Yeah. I think we settle more because we have less options historically. Think about other cultures like arranged marriages. Oh, yeah. True, true. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was thinking American culture. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like general women, like with arranged marriages and just who to choose from. But I feel like a lot of cultures is you do want the successful man. Yeah. You do want that man that can provide because if you have children, you don't want them to be (laughs) like out here. I just like he could be a millionaire. And if I'm not attracted to him, I cannot bring myself to do it. Same. I I agree. I don't think all women, like you said, think that. I do think some women are looking for that ultimate financial stability like i'm not even going to debate that some women that's what they're looking for and they could put up with a man who is not that attractive (laughs) if he can provide from what i know and just me being able to talk to married women and me being a safe place for women that's not that uncommon what um women who are not being satisfied by their husbands oh that's Um, not uncommon i'm sure that's oh yeah and it's not just husbands (laughs) i'm like oh Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. there's the other side. You got men and women who are not being sexually satisfied for the rest of their life. Fuck and they got no. married to somebody. <laughs> Take me out. Beam me up before I do that, honey. <laughs> like <laughs> No, I just cannot see it. But what do you think Jenny's well, again, we're making assumptions. Jenny? What do you think 
Jeannie, I'm sorry, I'm going to say her name wrong. Jeannie, yes. <laughs> is saying like, okay, my second marriage, was it that I realized in my first marriage I have to make sacrifices and I'm doing it in my second or this guy is just I think so she amazing. Said, no, I think she said that he brought something out of her as a woman that her ex-husband oh, did not. she messed with a, a real dude. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, wow, like that's a big change of heart. But then I think about like safety in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like Jeannie Mai, from what I know, and she's talked about it, has had like a lot of trauma um, as a mm-hmm. child, trauma with her mom. So mm-hmm. did she feel safe to have children with this man? She talked about like, you know, not wanting to do that because of her own childhood and like the mm-hmm. things that she experienced. So I'm like, did Jeezy right. just provide a space, safe space for her that she did not have with her ex-husband? That's, uh, that's interesting. There's mm-hmm. also that caveat is that it's the second marriage and I know... Mm-hmm. I know better than my first. And you had time to practice and try and do a good job with the second one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think that has, a, I don't think her deciding to have kids or to not have kids has anything to do with like her being good at marriage. Well, when I say good at marriage, it's yeah. that sacrifice part again. I Am I, I don't know. But I don't think she sacrificed I, based on her statement. Like, okay. She literally said like, he just brought something else out of me that my ex-husband did not. Okay. That doesn't sound like a sacrifice. He put he put that D on her. Oh my god! <laughs> or he provided emotionally safe space for her. <laughs> right. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so there's a part, and this is not Jenny, uh, based on what she said. But then I also think there's that aspect of having low self esteem. Mm-hmm. in your relationship and not being able to actually stand up and say this is what you want and i don't want to say those yeah. women are in abusive relationships i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure it, it may come with that in certain instances but then there she said i'm this is low self-esteem i don't i'm afraid to say what i want no yeah i think that's actually pretty common um mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah that, that's that's true and it's sad but that's what i mean like to me that is also settling you may not even realize you're settling mm. because you're so used to putting your own needs on the back burner because you have lack of boundaries and you're putting somebody else's needs before your own. But like you're still settling. It just feels normal to you. Right. Like, mm, good pre- OK, that's a good one. Yeah. Settling seems normal. Yeah, because some of these mm. things I be hearing, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, why? But you're right. I don't think some people way? realize. You're right. I don't think some people may realize they have low self-esteem. And so yeah. there's this thing like, oh, she's too pretty to be going through this. And mm-hmm. I can't believe she has all these options and she's letting us do. Like, we see this in like reality TV with these celebrities. And it's like, being pretty doesn't mean you got high self-esteem. Oh, no, it absolutely <laughs> does not. ton of pretty women with super low self-esteem. For me, I think it was very much easier when I was unaware before I started doing healing work. Because I'm like, yeah, this might not feel great. But like, I guess this is just like what it is because this is what I've experienced. But then when I really started doing work and realizing like red flags and like, building my self-esteem and how I want to be treated and how I want to feel like I'm like oh no 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 I'm definitely not doing that, <laughs> that, that you know like so in some ways I'm like damn life was easier when I was unaware <laughs> but do you think you ever get to a point like you say you have friends that say your standards are too high and I even said this to you once when you were over my house I was like uh, that sounds like unrealistic I forgot what we were talking about but do you ever feel like you putting up too many barriers into finding someone where they have to be like this perfect guy and then I don't need a perfect no guy. Middle. That's not what I'm asking for. What I'm asking okay. is to be treated with love and respect. And right. I don't think how I don't think people realize how little that's available. <laughs> like <laughs> 
But you not you can find a guy that loves and respects you and he has yeah, that I'm also flaws. attracted to. Yeah, this is the thing that people they're always trying to make it seem like you don't un, like like because you have high standards, you don't understand that people are flawed. Like mm-hmm. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying mm-hmm. that I expect it to be treated a certain way. Like the stuff that I see that people put up with in relationships are not things that I'm willing to put up with because I deserve to be treated a certain way. I know it's possible because I do see some women being treated this way. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you can't know the ins and outs of everybody's relationship. And I think that's what it is. I think it's the ins and outs. Yeah, yeah you make yeah. it this one on the surface, and then you may go through some shit, and you do go through something because I, again, I'm of the belief that someone you would. People that love you will hurt you. And when I say will. Of course they will. They will. I'm not saying they, they can. I'm saying they will. For me, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's what your friends are saying, but it's the idea that you're going to get this man and he may not hurt you one day. Or No, but that's not what I'm saying. Again, like every time I say this, people are like, oh, you just want some perfect man. No. Going back to want to be treated with love and respect. Obviously, I, obviously I can maintain friendships, right? I've had friendships are very similar to romantic relationships i have had plenty of friendships my friends have disappointed me we've gotten to disagreements like i know how to have a relationship but Mm -hmm. i'm telling you that people's standards for (laughs) romantic relationships are low okay like (laughs) like if you wouldn't allow your friend to treat you like that why are you letting like for example people get into Mm -hmm. like friendships like say woman to woman and your friends always making like side comments or like putting Mm -hmm. you down or like competing with you that's not a friend i'm about to keep but a lot of people will you know what I'm right. saying? So I feel right. like that's the same thing that people are doing in relationships. Like, oh, damn, yo, we were at dinner again and she said some sly ass comment trying to demean me. Mm. I don't keep friends like that. Right. Well, so, you're right. Some people <laughs> do keep friends like that. And that's probably the issue. For years. Right? For years. So right. I'm saying that that's the same thing in relationships. So I'm not asking mm. for perfection. I'm not perfect. I have so many flaws. But I treat people with love and respect. And Mm -hmm. like when there's disagreements, there's still love and respect there. And to Mm -hmm. me, like it's nice for people to say, okay, I love you. But like love is an action. Mm -hmm. And like I need to see what what that is. Mm -hmm. Like somebody doesn't love you if they're repeatedly hurting you. So that's the only part that I have to disagree with. What? Um, That if someone loves you, repeatedly loves you. Mm-hmm. they won't hurt you i do feel like no i said who, if people repeatedly hurt you they don't i mean you. i do believe that people who repeatedly will hurt you love you because well they can keep it going with that one no they can't and i don't want to <laughs> i feel like that's another topic that leads into other stuff like mental health but there are parents that uh hurt their children and i'm not talking like physically or sexually thing but they love them they just don't know how I feel like there are couples who they and they have they have their own internal issues that they have to yeah, deal with. Yeah, for sure. And it's not malicious. A lot yeah. of times when our partners hurt us or our friends, it has nothing to do with us. But yeah, it has get to that. Do with what they're going through. And I, I think maybe that. I don't know. Maybe I'm too understanding. Maybe. But also, I come first. I come first. Like, <laughs> like so. Yes, you can have these mental health issues, but if your mental health issues and the way you're mm-hmm. loving me are having a detrimental effect on me then you got to go honey like okay Okay. (laughs) that's what i'm saying i just feel like yes we know people have flaws i'm very passionate about this clearly but yes we know people have flaws (laughs) yes we know that you know people love in the capacity that they can love but like maybe their love just is not enough to fill my cup and that's it like yeah and i don't want anyone to hear this thinking i'm like i'm like (laughs) a supportive abusive relationship no no (laughs) i'm just saying that 
people go through stuff and sometimes we don't see it in the beginning. I, I really don't like the narrative. Like you didn't know this person was like that when you first met him. No, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because sometimes we do grow and go through things when we become get in relationships with people. There are also some aspects of our personalities and our trauma that we didn't realize existed until we had to share them with another person. When you're like single your whole life and you're living by yourself, you're just like, hey, hey over here. Then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden when you have kids and then you get in a relationship, you're like, wait, I do that? Yeah. (laughs) Like what is what is going on here? Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. So my thought is wondering, like you said while you're healing, what if a man or woman is like healing while they're in their relationship and they have now noticed they settled. What do they do? Damn, get up out of there. Like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, I think that's like, that comes to an individual. Like, I think it's for me, I think it would come down to like, is that person willing to grow with me? Mm-hmm. Um. Like, is that person willing to do the work, too, for themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, to hold space for each other, to work through both of our trauma triggers. And if they're not, that would be, like, the the deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thank God that, like, you know, while I was learning this, I wasn't in any, like, long-term relationship. Because I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be in it anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and that's um, the thing with these old yeah. toxic relationships. <laughs> yeah. Like, these jokes about, all oh, the toxic sex and stuff. Like these are people who are learn finally learning about themselves with another person, and they they're not doing anything to kind of fix that or to mm-hmm. mitigate it while they're in a relationship. Well, I think no, I think those are I think there's two different types of toxic, right? There's okay. toxic, like yeah, they're learning about their traumas and they're figuring it out, and so they still uh-huh. have toxic habits. But then there's like straight up people that are just toxic and not working on it at all, and like just in that toxic <laughs> okay. cycle. I think those are two different things, don't you? <laughs> And yeah, I guess it can be if you're not if yeah. you're not working on it. Like we're cool here. There's a ton of people that are not working on it, which is why the society looks <laughs> that's, the way that's it does. Toxic. Okay. Yeah, like, um, right, and no one's settling. I mean, it's always this. Well, no girl before me or no guy before me said something was wrong with me, and I'm like, yeah. first of all, they were probably were scared. Yeah, and that's why they're not with you now. But also. Y'all may not have been that close. Some people, to me, are in denial about the closeness of their relationships with people Mm. where they compare it to the person before them. Well, this other person, they didn't say that to me. And so that makes me think about Jeannie and her first husband's connection and then Jeannie and Jeezy's connection. Was there just different chemistry? Yeah, for sure. I think so. But that's what I'm saying when I say like providing her a safe space. Like you can, I totally get not feeling like you want to have kids with somebody because you're just like, he doesn't bring it out of you to want to do that. Like I get that. And then you meet this man who like loves you like no other. And you now are like feeling much safer and like, maybe I really could do this like with this so person. So that's not the idea. That's not the same as I don't want kids. That's I don't want I, kids with this person. No, but she said she didn't want kids, but I don't think she had anybody to ever give her an alternative right. feeling. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember, you know how I say, like, I'll definitely have kids if I meet somebody that I feel that way about. Like, I'm not, mm. like, sold on them. I guess I my, feel- my feelings are changing <laughs> recently. But, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like, 
So it's, I think, I think a lot of it does have to do with the person. Like, for example, how we, I, I, I don't know if we touched on this, but just like women feeling safe in relationships. Mm. Like, I think that makes a huge difference on who you get, right? Like, so for me, example, I have this like really soft side of me. Like, I could be so sensitive. I'm really empathetic. I'm emotional. And then I have like the no nonsense side of me, which is like absolutely not like I'm not willing, you know, like I'm mm. very like, ah keep that for yourself um but i think that the right person will provide a safe space enough for me to feel like i can be that softer side of myself Mm -hmm. that makes sense so i think that has a lot to do with it yeah you're right i think that makes sense there were guys that i dated in the past and i always tell myself i would never have kids with them yeah (laughs) i mean i like this guy i mean we're good with what we're doing but I'd yeah. never let you father my children. <laughs> oh, so much. Like some of the guys that I was like most into, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to marry this man and never going to have children with him because he does not make me feel safe. But okay. So for me and you, why were we dealing with them? Because <laughs> we were toxic at the time. It's like, <laughs> sex is good. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> pretty much like just did not have first of all we didn't have the same standards we were uh-huh. much younger didn't realize uh-huh. like we weren't really thinking like now i'm very forward thinking like okay like what would it be like to have kids with this person what are this person's long-term goals but at, at freaking 26 was i even four what was that five years ago at 26 i was not thinking any of those things i'm just mm. like laddie daddy da like mm. <laughs> whatever happens happens <laughs> You know. I like you, but I know I don't want to have kids with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm toxic, but I'm not that toxic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I like this like dopamine rush, high and low, right, consistency. Dop- <laughs> Let me get that hit again. But, <laughs> but like I do not want anything long term with you. I'm just gonna ride this out till it gets way right. Too toxic. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> oh my! The so. funny part about that though is also not knowing is that now that the age that I am and the wisdom that I have, um, the experiences that I've been in, I personally would never get married again. Um, and <laughs> so if you could go back, would you still get married? Yes, because I having children was important to me. Uh, yeah, and it. having children out of wedlock was not something that I wanted to do. Um, and not for religious reasons. Like I don't have a religion or anything. I just thought that financially and to have the support, not to have a, you know, be by myself while I'm pregnant, those things were important to me. And after yeah. my first baby, I realized they were even more important. Like there's no way I'm having a baby by myself. Yeah. But the idea oh. that I need to be in a legal commitment with someone mm-hmm. to be with them long term, I don't need that. So you would never and do it again? No, I would never do it again. And I can like, firmly say that there's no man that could bring that out of me that would make me do that again. Yeah. I don't believe it's needed. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, I still want to get married, I think, mm-hmm. if, if the situation is right. But if the situation is not right, then I probably mm-hmm. won't get married. Um, yeah. We'll see if I feel like I want to have kids by myself. Yeah. Cross that bridge when I come to it. Yeah, I just I never I don't think having children alone is is hard. I think first of all, it's better having a child alone than having it with a partner who doesn't really want to be there. Yeah, well, um, I would only have one. I'd be like, all right, let's go travel the world together. Yes, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, but yeah, I think that's the overall um conc- not conclusion but like you said she probably felt safe and that's something that i did not think of until me and you started talking because at first i was like please but now that you kind of talked me through it i'm like 
You're right. She probably did not feel safe with this guy. And he was a good husband, maybe. Yeah. But maybe he wouldn't have been a good father. Maybe he showed her, you know, showed her some signs like, you know what? This is reminding me too much of my childhood. Yeah. Maybe she settled and didn't realize she settled until she met Jeezy. I know because I I remember she also did a YouTube video because I used to like like her. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. like her, but she did a YouTube video talking about like how she was doing like real self-work after she got divorced. Mm -hmm. Like had a list of the things that she wanted and was going on a bunch of dates like for like Mm -hmm. a year and it just wasn't happening for her. And then she met Jeezy and he checked off everything on her list and like then they got married. Um. So I think maybe she was like, yo, I didn't really realize that until I met, until I did some self-work and then met somebody else. You know, because like I said, a lot of people that are settling maybe don't realize they're settling. Yeah, that's a good question. And then they may not ever realize they settled or they may realize they settled 10 years into the marriage. (laughs) Yeah. And I think a lot of people realize they settled within like the first two years of marriage. Really? Yeah. That's why the divorce rate is so high. (laughs) First two? Isn't First of all, I guess it, I think it depends. Well, you know they have that thing called the seven year itch. What's that? It's this idea that when you reach about your seventh year of marriage, you start to realize like, is that is this it right here? You start to look at. It's just, I don't I, to to me it's a myth. I don't believe it's a it takes you seven years, maybe five. But yeah, it's yeah. called the seven year itch. But that's even if you make it past the first year of marriage. How many marriages don't even make it past the first year? Yeah. That's why I'm a firm believer that the first two, three years, especially if you have children involved or other people's children of marriage, and I'm speaking for myself, is not fun. Yeah. And I always talking to other people I know, that them first two, three years is just, you don't really start enjoying marriage till like year six. Yikes. That is not so fun. Um <laughs> I'm also thinking about the like, for example, like Steph Curry and Del- Steph Curry's mom and his dad, Del Curry, just got a divorce after that like 23 crazy. years. That I'm like, what makes what make yeah, what makes people get divorced 23 years later? Like, do they feel like they settled, Honestly, or they're just like, nah, I'm sick of this? I'm so, but didn't Beyonce's mom and dad do that? Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> no, like weren't they like married <laughs> for like a long time and then divorced later? Like, I understand the idea of staying with your spouse until the children are, like, in college or out of college. No, nah, but the but children in, are way out of college. Yeah, but yeah. in their case, their children were way out of it. So it's like, what the hell? Yeah. What's going on in that marriage? Yeah. But it also, it's also, like, think about how many evolutions you go. I mean, if you're really a person who, like, cares about self-growth, think about how many evolutions in character you go through, how much growth mm-hmm. you do. And, like, mm-hmm. to think that you and this other person are just going to continue to evolve in the same way. Not even in the same way, but in a way that is like compatible with one another. I think that's a lot. It is a lot. And honestly, I would, I would, I don't know. I don't foresee myself again. I don't know what I'm going to be in 20 years, but I would hate to be divorcing my husband in year 20. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, Hopefully I'm somebody like, would figure that out in year 10. Yeah. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, what are we doing? I thought we were yeah. good. But like you say, you never know. Um, I think about my mom. My mom divorced my dad year 17 mm. but they 17 still had chil- i didn't know they were married for 17 years yeah oh wow but they had children so yeah. it's like i get that and obviously she didn't wait till her children were grown um mm. 
But I couldn't imagine my mom being married 30 years and then finally deciding. But I also think think the idea of staying married for the children is toxic. It's like, these kids know that y'all toxic. They're watching. (laughs) Like, you think them being in a two-parent household that with parents are always screaming at each other, Mm -hmm. hitting each other, is helping them? No, get the divorce. No, I think it's, I think it depends on the nature of the marriage. So if the divorce brings more harm to the children than it does to the them stay together i would say stay and when but I how do you harm, know you have to know your children like if your children are dealing with some mental health issues if they don't take um change well if they don't handle um conflict well seeing that if your kids seeing the mom and dad divorce is going to hinder their performance in school their behavior I would say stay if the parents aren't yelling and screaming at each other. Oh, okay. If they aren't yelling, because yeah, I'm like, if sorry. somebody, if somebody is emotionally abusive, doesn't even have to be physically abusive, but emotionally yeah. abusive. No, I'm sorry. I should I should have clarified. <laughs> if the parents are like yelling and screaming, and they can be cordial in the same yeah. home. I think that you should stay together for the kids. I do wholeheartedly believe in that. Yeah. But you know how like, you mm -hmm. know how parents, they'll be like talking shit about each other to the kids and they're in the same house. (laughs) I'm like, that is not healthy either. No, that is. Like your damn daddy. He never do shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this is not healthy. Like y'all don't like each other. If kids are not stupid. Not, they're not. But to me, though, even if your kids understand that, though, yeah. I think you should be transparent with kids when they get a little older. Like, yeah. you know, mommy and daddy aren't doing well, but we're going to stay in the same house. Mm-hmm. I feel like parents can stay in the same house if they're transparent with their kids. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the kids don't really care about their parents' relationships. They just care that both their parents are in the house. Oh, that's no, how I that. feel. Ah, uh, yeah, I, don't I feel do. about that. Okay. I do. I do think it's kids. Just because of personal experiences, I was like, God dang, y'all need to get a divorce. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> like, if they weren't cordial, that's one thing. I'm so if they're cordial, like we can eat dinner together. Cordial. Because I remember being ten, being like, this need to end. <laughs> 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 yeah like okay what is this gonna stop <laughs> was i a smart kid i don't know no but kids aren't stupid you're right yeah <laughs> like, so anyways we say all of this to say don't get married <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> but um yeah i just think it's interesting to think about the reasons why people get married what they feel safe doing mm-hmm. in their marriages people can realize that they're settling just like all things to think about but i will continue to have my high standards <laughs> and for the I record- just thought about it i think the thing to take away from this episode i feel like if whether you are single dating in a relationship is i said this on another episode write those lists write it down write down girl i have my list since 2015 okay. <laughs> write down your non-negotiables <laughs> write down your five-year goals write down your 10-year goals you have you know, yeah. and it's the thing. It's okay if your five-year goals differ from your 10-year, but you got to go long because if you're going to be in a long-term relationship with somebody, they're going to come up in the middle of your goal setting. Right, right, no, it's right. True. It's right true. Your list. And now I feel like I'm more focused on, you know, career and what I'm doing mm-hmm. next and like the next stage of my life, you know, I just like turned, I didn't adjust, but this summer I turned 31 mm-hmm. and like 
So I'm just focused on like establishing mm-hmm. myself. And I think like back in the day, I used to be like, back in the day. <laughs> um, I used to like think that, okay, once I got to a certain age, like maybe like, let me not plan my life to see like, right. maybe I'll meet somebody. Um, but I think like now I'm less thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to plan my life. And if somebody happens to like come along, that's great. But like, I, you know, like I want to live by myself now. So mm-hmm. I'm planning on moving out soon and getting on my my own apartment um and just deciding where i want to live long term like all things that i'm like okay i have to make these decisions and the good thing with writing the list is a lot of times we put it on paper we realize that something conflicts Mm -hmm. if you see children in your five-year plan but you also want to travel in your five-year plan (laughs) something has to go not saying you can but you got to realize where your finances are and not just finances but your mental energy if you want to travel the world in five years it's probably not a good idea to try to have a kid. I mean, let's just be real yeah. about it. No, that's you know? true. Yeah, but like also, it's okay to not know because I have it's no true. idea if I want to have kids in the next five years. I know I want to travel. Right, but I don't know what have kids. So we'll see. I mean, you just cannot predict life. That's the reality. We could create as many. Uh, obviously, you could pick who you marry, but like you can't pick so what's going to happen in your exactly. life. You can make lists. You're right. I've been a true. I could meet somebody tomorrow, get pregnant, and the next thing I know, I'm married. Right. You know, you're right. And I don't even know why I keep saying make lists. Life comes at you fast. No, you're (laughs) right. I'm the queen of making lists and deadlines and literally none of it going the way I planned. So, yeah. I think it's good to have. I don't think anything's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I think it's great to have like vision, Mm -hmm. you know, and writing it down and like hoping that, you know, these are my goals and working towards them. But like I said, like life is life Mm -hmm. and like. A lot of people were like, okay, my life's going to go this way. And like, it's totally Totally different different. now. So yeah, I do not plan on getting pregnant. (laughs) Uh, And I'm sure that I will not. (laughs) I don't need a list to tell me that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. But yeah. yeah, So thanks guys for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. We will see you guys in episode three. Season two. Hopefully you laughed along with us today. All right. Bye guys.